You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined once again by Corey, the Value Vendors, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Hey guys, we are back for another episode of Habs Nightly. Um, <clears throat> we've, you know, haven't recorded an episode since preseason, which I'm actually kind of happy about because we have a lot to st- a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of things to analyze. Um, I actually got to watch a lot of preseason hockey. Um, I think I only missed one game. Yeah, only missed the one game, so... We're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about, but before we get into that, Corey, how have you been, buddy? I'm doing good. I've watched um, almost every game. Uh, I think Saturday is the only one I really couldn't, I didn't have a lot of time to to look at. Um, so I have, I have some content. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm doing good, dude. Had a, a one of my uh, buddies just started working with us today. Had a good day with him. Um, had five guys. Don't know if y'all had have like a five guys burger place uh, in Canada. Just fucking never go back there again. Uh, very expensive. Five guys. Okay, five guys, dude. Fire quality burger. Never fucking going back. You're out your box. I spent twenty dollars on a small fry, a burger, and a fucking drink. Just who's who? Who can afford that? How much was it? Sorry? Fucking like 20 bucks, dude. For what? For a fucking cheeseburger, an order of fries, because there's no combos, an order of fries, and a fucking small drink. Regular. Brother. Regular. Dude, that's like fucking 27 bucks Canadian. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kick fucking rocks. This is only for the elite. Mm-mm. No, that's actually nuts. That's terrible, dude. So did this like ruin your whole week? No, 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 no. Just uh, my pocketbook, definitely. Like I, I, I'm having ramen <laughs> tonight. You know what I'm saying? Pocket. Yeah. Um, oh, don't get me started, Corey. But you know what, dude? I was like, you know what? I've always put off going to this place because I heard it was expensive. Let me ball out today. Let me ball out. My boy fucking <laughs> got his order in front of me, and I fucking panicked when she was like, "That'll be eighteen something." I said, "Oh, oh shit." God damn. Fantastic quality hamburger. Will not go back. Okay. Uh, but it leads into this. You want to know why I asked if the, if there was a Canadian, if they had them in Canada, was it a Canadian company? Because they mm-hmm. had malt vinegar. They had malt <laughs> vinegar for the fries. So. Five Guys is definitely an American company, though. Okay. Well, I've tried malt vinegar fries and i don't fucking like them i forgot you guys don't put vinegar on anything do you? i do not like that um and, and i i'm not trying to hurt people's feelings i don't like the smell of vinegar it automatically makes me gag so you guys don't use vinegar in anything yes 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 we 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 cook with it 
Um, I mean, hot sauce is basically. No, but vinegar. I mean, like, if you go to a restaurant, no. you don't have vinegar on the table. No, no, no. And that's that's what I was telling him. I said that is not a common staple down here. You do see, not I, see vinegar I, I on the do table. Do remember hearing this? Actually, we, um, me, and you've talked about this like a couple of times on the podcast. Um, but today yeah, I finally I, the tried. The first time I, fries. the first time I learned about that was when I was doing first aid, <laughs> because vinegar is like so readily available. Uh huh. And what what is like common a common thing you use in first aid in Canada? Really? And what would you use it for in first aid? What what is its um what is its qualities? Well, not that there's many jellyfish in Canada, but like jellyfish or you need to sterilize a wound wound. You can use vinegar, like Oof. stuff like that. Any sort of like um venomous. So if you get stung, vinegar yeah. will minimize the pain. Okay. Would but it like help with swelling vinegar. or is it just pain? Uh I think it's a bit of both. Hmm, good to know. It's because it's acidic, right? Yeah, boy, is no, it. I was like this. No, sorry, vinegar is vinegar basic. It's one or the other, so it cancels know. out um venom. To me, it had a very acidic flavor, but I could be I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong. Um I don't know, dude. Maybe. Maybe it was a bad brand. So they had Heinz, Heinz malt vinegar. Um, of course, the best. Okay, so that is the quality one. That's the one that I should be trying. Okay. Uh, I'm not the biggest vinegar guy myself, to be okay. honest. I, I I was not a fan of it. I was really not a fan well, of it. No, it to me it just it's so fucking overpowering to me that I just did not enjoy it at all. There, like. To the point, Mason, that like I had I had sectioned some fries off, right? Because I give mm -hmm. them that for $4, they at least gave me more fries than I fucking wanted. Um, that too, I also was full. And that's what I expect to pay if I'm paying that much. So I digress. Um, I had sectioned off some French fries to to pop it on, you know, and I didn't overdo it. I just put a nice splash on them. Um, and I just I had the one. I did not even eat the other ones. I just, I couldn't do it. I hope that that doesn't hurt <laughs> people's feelings, but I just don't know. Maybe if I'm hammered, maybe it's, maybe I'm not eating it the right way, but as far as just basic salt, potato, uh, you know, salted fries and vinegar, it just was not my jam. And that's unfortunate. No, like I'm not the biggest like vinegar, like, person like some people mm -hmm. douse vinegar on everything i'm not one of those people but like i'll muck my salt and vinegar chips i'll have some vinegar on my fries and stuff like see now that's crazy because i kill everything with hot sauce and that's basically vinegar but it's flavored so the mask of hot sauce is not vinegar yeah yeah it is it it's so much no vinegar. but it does not taste like vinegar no that's what i'm saying like like they've the cayenne and whatever else they want to add to it has masked the vinegar flavor so much that like I love it. I love hot sauce. Not like extremely hot, just the basics. Louisiana, Crystal. I don't like Tabasco. And Cholula. I don't know if y'all have that up there, but I love those hot sauces. Um yeah. So little little off the rails. I figured that was a good Canadian uh moment I experienced today. 
And when I tell you, I didn't even want to put the fry. I like had to like build myself up to get it, to even try it. Um, I tried it. Wasn't the biggest fan. Nope. Fair enough. I hope I'm not being burned on a cross, but <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully a good week. Jacqueline's going out of town Wednesday. She's got her best friend's baby shower that she's been putting on. She's been setting up for for months um so all of the fruits of her labors will be handled this weekend i got my draft for hockey set sometime towards the end of uh preseason so i'm having a great fucking week and an oktoberfest starts next week oktoberfest is next week yeah it it is it's not like the official date you know like in Germany, it's like celebrated, That's I think, funny. like September. That's funny because next week's actually Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Canadian Thanksgiving. Awesome. Yeah. Thank God you brought it up because every year I'm like, oh, I forgot. And I feel so terrible that I don't. Um, yeah, because you'll, you'll text me at 5 p.m. Thanksgiving Day. And, <laughs> and you're just like, I'm not. Oh, man. When, when are we recording? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I will reach out to you, but it won't be for that. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for reminding me. Oh, yeah. Well, anything anything else going on in your week? Or have you just had a, a fairly normal week? Fairly normal week. I did get I did miss seeing one of my favorite bands the other week, and that just ripped me to fucking shreds, gutted me. Um, but no, nothing. Bad. Uh, Enter Shikari. We talked about it last podcast. Oh, yes, um, yes. And that's that sucks, but hockey's here, and that's at least keeping me like well entertained. <laughs> well entertained. Huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was I was gonna start transitioning us to the next subject. Oh, that's fine. We don't have to talk about my week. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry, dude. How, uh, Mason, <laughs> Mason, dude. I'm so sorry. How was your week? Uh, I had a pretty good week. It was homecoming this Saturday. Boku. At <laughs> University. So, as per usual, we we got up and in full force painted the town beige, as Trent does. Nice. Oh, no, it was good. Like, Trent, Trent, Trent's no queens. That's the thing, right? But homecoming was good. Um, drank a little bit more than I probably should have. So yeah, we're recording this Monday. Yesterday was Sunday. I did not have much of a day. Um, and then I got up and I had to play soccer. So that was a little <laughs> painful. I had a battle, huh? <laughs> It was a battle. It was definitely a battle. And I, my lungs, my brain, my legs were hurting, but we still came out and took a dub. So that nice. was nice. Um, no, just watched a lot of Habs hockey this week, studied for um, some tests. I'm back and I got to my clinical finally. Okay. Got to my placement at PRHC, which is um, Peterborough, Peterborough Regional Health Center. It's the hospital. Um, so yeah, that was exciting. Started doing some stuff. I don't know how much of what I'm doing I can actually talk about 
on this podcast. So I'm not really, I don't really want to get into it any of like the mm-hmm. details, but yeah, it was cool. Cool that I started there, kind of like getting my foot in the ground in the hospital. And yeah, I've just been looking forward to uh well to this podcast and to uh you know, every week we get closer to the regular season. So I'm excited. Got my fantasy draft tonight too. Nice. You know, if I, you could I, I if you might... could if you could pick first overall. Well, no, that's too easy. If you're picking in the top four, what you what you're trying to grab? If I'm picking in the top four. Let me pull out my Excel sheet. Business man. <clears throat> so this will come out after the uh, draft. So there's no leaks. I got Jerai Seidel at two. All right. Austin Matthews at three. Okay. I got McKinnon at four. Mm. And I have Pasta at five. But if I'm being honest with you, I won't draft him fifth. Okay. Um, I'll probably I'd probably draft Miko Kachuk Hughes all before him. That's fair. Because I, uh, well, I went on I went on the Athletic, and I uh, I used that um that analytically driven one. They have a little Excel sheet you can punch your your league settings into it. Nice. And based on your league settings, they'll show you the best players. You know the rankings, and then I went in and kind of tweaked it. For how you know my own kind of yeah. thoughts, um, and they had pasta like at like three, so I lowered him. But I honestly, I think pasta's pasta's the guy that makes or breaks your fucking pool, and I'm just not willing to. You know what I mean? If I was drafting top four, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a pick on him. I'd pick Miko or Kachuk or Hughes. Yeah, I think there's a lot going on with the Bruins right now, where it's like two, well, three seasons back. That was like his top center is gonna be fucking Pavel Zaka, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just mm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have that much faith in Zaka or um who's the other one? Is it Granlund? No. I have no I have no idea. You, folks. I have no idea who's on Boston now. Everybody's like taking the walk. It's, it's not Granlund. Who is it? Um Let's say it's um I don't I'm not gonna look it up because I fuck who is it? Yeah, you don't look it up. I'll look it up and I won't say anything. Oh my god, who is it? It's oh, it'll come oh, okay. to me. Okay. It's Charlie Coyle. It's yeah, Charlie Coyle. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't I don't know. I I think Pasta is good, and I think he'll probably score forty goals this year. But I just I don't think you can score sixty one goals again if you're you don't have yeah and you don't have I don't know he was on just such a dominant line and now it's like uh, I really don't think it's I know it's not the same yeah yeah what you call it Uh, daily face off has him next to uh, James Van Riemsdyk and Pavel Zaka. Yeah, so I don't know. It remains to be seen, but yeah, no, I'm very excited for that draft. I'll have to uh, give some updates on my roster after yeah. the fact. But let's move on into some Habs hockey because we do have Habs stuff hockey. to talk about today. Um, do you want to start? Do you want to start from the? You know what? Let's just let's just lay it out the way it is. Um, mm-hmm. we can dive deeper into some stuff if we feel like it. 
Um, Habs have started sending guys down. Um, David Reinbacker got sent back to Swiss. Um, Let's go. I can't remember what the hockey club's name is, to be honest, but um, with a coach that the Habs are very familiar with, um, guy that was in the Habs roster, played for the Habs organization in the past. So I thought that was interesting. There's a lot of connections there, and they've even said that they've reached out and spoken to him. And, you know, basically what they said is Ryan Backer is going to be the number one defenseman in this team this year. He's going to have a lot of power play time. He's going to have opportunities to grow which is inevitably what you want, right? Like, that's what you're looking for. Who's this? I'm sorry. I just found the David Rybacker. Okay, yeah, he's going to H.C. Cloton. Yes, H.C. Cloton. Um, so he's going to get a lot of opportunities there, which is just really, really exciting. And mm-hmm. after the preseason he had, look, he was – we're not – we've talked about other guys we could have drafted in the past, so we're not going to get into that. But he played good. Like he did not look out of place. He made the right play. He made good decisions. He was solid defensively. I really like what I saw from David Reinbacker. And I was just, I don't know. I, I think he's going to tear up the Swiss league this year. And then we might see him in North America next year. Like, I think this is the right decision. It's the decision we wanted them to make with maybe Slaff or maybe have him in the AHL. So I like that they're taking this approach with Reinbacker. And after what we saw him do in um in preseason, I wouldn't be shocked if he just absolutely manhandles this league. Oh yeah. Um one of those good, like good guys that you can say, like, I'm not gonna say he wasn't noticeable because we were keeping an eye on him, but like in a standard game, definitely just played like a very, very well done um both sides defensive game, but very unnoticeable in a good way. No, absolutely. Like exactly how you want that defenseman. He's, you know, could have an upside, you know, seeing him more flashy uh, later in his career, but uh, very impressed uh, with his games. Well, and I was, I was pretty impressed with um, him and Gooley playing together as well. Gooley mm-hmm. flashed quite, quite a bit of offense on this preseason, scored a really nice goal. Um, the last game he played, he's not playing tonight. So, in that, that's a pairing that you could realistically see, like in the future. So, yeah, very happy with David Rybacker's play. Um, right. I didn't even really, honestly, there wasn't even much I would have said. Like, he didn't look like an eighteen-year-old player. He didn't look like the youngest player at the camp. He looked very, very good, and it did. Like his play has made me feel a lot better about the pick. I know I said that last time, but he just he doesn't look out of place. He looks like he's going to be a good NHL player. And that's all we, you know, at this point, we just got to root for him and his development. And so far, it looks like it's taken a turn for the best. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd put him up there with, uh, he definitely, you know, my own opinion had a better showing than like uh, Baron. Um, but he looked like he was, like it wasn't his first preseason i guess with it an NHL like it was his first rodeo eh? you know yeah best way to put it <laughs> he just looked uh like it was just another day you know another start to that. the season and you know for him to i mean yeah it's good for all of us you know to be like okay great you know uh scores in in the well doesn't score i'm sorry it's the primary assist on the first game uh on off of uh josh anderson's goal 
just a really good, okay, okay, nice. And then, you know, I was expecting that to be his, like, the only thing to really talk about. Okay, we saw we saw him, you know, make him, you know, he he was a plus in the score sheet. Instead, um, the rest of the rest of the time we got to see him was was well. Unfortunately, um, he played a lot better than some of the people that are a little older than him, which I'm excited for. Oh, absolutely. And I just I think he was kind of it's exciting to see that like him coming up and just the entire young decor and he wasn't the only one playing good. We talked about Gooley, um, but Logan Mayu also, mm-hmm. um, look, there are holes to his game. Absolutely. But a lot of you and my own criticism of him has been that there are holes defensively and there are decisions he makes, which are poor and there's not enough offense to kind of, you know what we were saying? We were saying as well yeah. as he did offensively in the O last year, it wasn't so much that it would make up for those inefficiencies. And I'm not saying we're even there yet. But what I will say, and Logan May was playing again tonight, he's looked a lot better. Are there still flaws in judgment? Yes, but they are fewer. There still needs to be a lot of development. Don't get me wrong. But I am absolutely converted a little more to the from I would say going into this training camp, I would have told you there's no shot in hell Logan May who ever plays in the NHL. I think he's too far behind in the development curve. Seeing him play with NHL players, look, we've always we've said it for years. The physical gifts are there. He is probably the most physically gifted player in our entire prospect pool. Like I would say even more so than Slaff. He is a physical specimen and he's, he's been gifted by God, right? But he's lost a lot of development and the brain needs to catch up. However, (laughs) the tools, you know, say what you want. The tools are there. And he was shoving around NHL, AHL guys. Like they were nothing. He was skating back. Look, a lot of people point to, there was one play in particular where it was against the the devils and he, (laughs) He was like pinching in the zone and had to race all the way back. It was a bad play, yes, but he was able to race back. Now, do you want to see him make that play just because he can get back in time? No, that's a play we want eliminated from his game. But just showing off that he was able to do that, I think is it, it's converted me a little bit. I think he's got the offensive potential, and I think he's got the physical tools that if he can figure out how to catch up, how to get his hockey IQ a little better, because those are tools you can work on. I think Mayu could be an NHL player, and I'll be excited to see him in Laval this season. Like, I think mm-hmm. I think we could have something pretty good with him and William Trudeau down there. It's going to be, and possibly Baron or someone else. Like, our young D have really impressed me this preseason so far. Uh, game one had the most minutes, uh, most time on ice for the defenseman at 21 flat. Um, he had three hits and two shots on goal. Um, I was expecting to only see like a moment of brilliance from Logan Mayu, but it was unlike David Reinbacher, where it was just like, yes, we're watching him, but he played a great game that wasn't most people wouldn't notice. Uh, Mayu had flashes pretty consistently. Um, 
I do like the comment on him being able to race back. It's proof, you know, showing that he can do it. Um, we obviously, like you said, we don't want to see him do, you know, we want to see that eliminated from the game, but to be upset with yourself enough to know how, you know, like you made a critical error, the best thing you can do is to, is to get down there as fast as, as you can. Awesome. Love the hustle from him. Really excited to see him in Laval. I think that that can be a cheat sheet for him to, um, kind of catch up, unfortunately, <laughs> but uh, I was only expecting just a moment, like honestly, maybe only one moment in the preseason, and be like, okay, well, we we saw that that tiny bit of it, but no, it's been uh, pretty consistent. He's uh, he's not overplaying the body, but he's like you said, not being pushed around. Uh, can definitely push back. Has a nice size to him, um, and not afraid to put the puck on net. So. Uh, very, very excited to see him moving forward, especially with uh, where we were just a few years ago with him. No, absolutely. I just, I've been very much, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Critical. <clears throat> I've been, I've been, this preseason's made me feel a little better. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, honestly, uh, to have a, a lot of time watching, it has been really, Really fun for me. Um, normally, I didn't really care so much about preseason, but we're at a point in Cana- in like the Canadians' future that it's like it's so it's so fun and interesting to see this because this team's about to make. You know, we're we're seeing like the youth really storm in, but it's about it's like going to continue, and we're about to see like a big crest of it, and a lot of these guys are going to be either placeholders or you know big difference makers for this team. And it is really exciting to see this youthful movement moving forward. No, absolutely. Um, has there been any, because we're kind of talking about the guys that I've been interested in. Has there been anyone that you've um, in particular kind of like on the young or older side in preseason been really like kind of falling in love with their game? Um, let me think. Uh, I thought, Honestly, I thought Slaps had a good one, but I'm trying to think of guys that are just well. No, we're gonna get into. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Slap that instead? We can we can, but look, I'll just say this. Uh, same thing. Owen Beck, we know what's there. Um, it's crazy that he's actually he's, been a little quieter for me. I I felt like he was he year. played very solid. Like I knew what to expect from him, and I felt like I got that. Um. The fact that he's, if I'm not mistaken, because of his age, he's got to do another year. Um, he's got to play in the O one more year. Yeah, yeah, which is which is crazy. I just see him just dominating that league because, you know, it. To me, I felt like he played very good, very consistency, uh, very consistent. Jesus, um, I wanted to see a little bit more of. Um, we got some offensive chances. I felt like. Um, trying to think what game it was um i felt like you should he should have got a couple more chances especially like power play opportunities um but i thought he looked tremendous uh sean farrell had a good one um i'm I'm blanking right now um i did like that freakishly tall kid um he's been around for a while he did not have a good um showcase 
Like he just looked so clumsy, but he, he was unreal. Uh, I believe it was the the first or second. It was either Friday or Saturday he played, and uh, I like I liked him. He was uh, it was fun to see someone that you know someone that size on on our team again. <laughs> no, I, I like I like John Parker Jones. I think he's pretty fun player to watch. Um, I'm trying to look outside. Of him, like, about... I don't want to say Josh Wah. But I think Josh Falls played so well. Um, him and Slaff are the two young forwards that I want to highlight. Um, so we're talking about the we're talking about a big man. Why don't we talk about the big man? Mm. <laughs> Slaff. Um, really rough first game. Habs Twitter yeah. turned on him instantly. I got some heat because I put out a tweet. Um, um, yeah, it's it's been a toxic environment for Slav. Um Look, am I critical of Slav? Yes, but there are some in the fan base that are. It's hatred. It it was hatred after that first game. Like it was, yeah, fucking visceral to see. Um, and it's funny because you get you get both sides. You get a side that blindly defends him and a side that blindly hates him. And I like to think that we're fairly in the middle here. Yeah, um, I think so too. I, yeah, after that first game, it was rough. Uh, I'm just gonna say, I for someone who was so excited on the live stream when we drafted him, I have to, I can't turn on him. Like I have to see it through whether it's good or not. You know, like if I supported you when I was just excited <laughs> at your your stature and your unique opportunities for this team, um, I have to kind of keep keep on the bus. Yeah, well, I mean, you've seen the video of me, Corey. <laughs> I was not in the same train as you, but um, yeah, that we were in the same was- train with David Reinbacher this year. Uh, and I'm honestly, I think we're all slapping ourselves in the face. No, absolutely not. Um, still, still stick <laughs> by exactly what I said, but it's not what we're getting to. Uh, first game was rough. Um, like I know me and my roommate were screaming at the fucking TV at Slaff. We were like, do something, please. What the fuck? Um, there was a moment in it where if he just looked up, I forgot who was charging, maybe Logan Mayu, someone, someone on the D activated and all Slav had to do was look up and it, we would have had a unreal goal or at least an opportunity. And he was just, he was being pressured from behind coming around the net and it just, I don't know. I feel like there was something that there's only one of two ways this can come about coming around this this zone. And I just don't understand why he didn't have his, his head up in that moment. And if he did, uh, maybe first game wouldn't have been so uh, vicious towards him on X or Twitter. Yeah, I mean, like I said bad first game but once he got to the second game and he was paired with Kirby Doc and Rafael Harry Pinard he was awesome he played phenomenally scored a goal and I think that line Doc and Harvey Pinard complement Slaff and they all complement each other because I have said this for a while and Mike Johnson kind of said it in a more eloquent way on the broadcast um, during that game said certain players need to have the puck on their stick and 
They need to be involved in the play to be effective. Slav mm-hmm. is one of those guys. And the problem is he's been playing on lines. Like they had him on a line with Anderson the first game. Anderson and Doc need the puck. They're the same kind of players, right? So Slav was resorting to being on the perimeter, kind of skating up and down, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. This is where you get like, you know, I've had some radical ideas where I've said Slav should maybe play center so he gets the fucking puck. So he's got more, the right? primary touch, more or less. That's no, but ultimately that's not the solution you want because we've mm-hmm. we've had a history of throwing guys on the wing or throwing guys at center, putting them out of position, and it's just not the way to do it. Slav's best okay. on the wing. But what we saw with Pernard when he was on that line was that he was going to the dirty areas in the perimeter and he was winning puck battles or just slowing it up so that Doc and Slav could get in. They work perfectly together. And mm-hmm. I love that Marty St. Louis has kept them together again tonight because I thought that was exactly what Slav needed and it paid off. He played one of the best games I've ever seen him play in a Habs uniform. Yeah, he looked right unreal. after I was so critical of him. Um, obviously it remains to be seen what he does tonight. I'm excited. I hope it's more of the same. It's going to be tough. The Leafs are basically dress, dressing their opening night roster. So we're going to have to see what happens, but I am, I'm really fucking excited because if this is a line that can stick and we kind of see, you know, if the Habs are starting to realize this is what Slaff needs, he needs a position in which he can be the number one or the number two on the line then we're going to see Slav's development be a lot better. Look, I really hope Slav can stick in the NHL this year. But if he doesn't, I really, like, if if this, and if he keeps up this kind of play, I hope he can. But if it starts to degrade and it starts to go down, I hope that, you know, send him down for 10 games or something. But, mm-hmm. and let's just see, let's do a little, if Cole Caulfield can get sent down, so can Slav, right? Let's, it's not That's, that big okay. of a deal. Okay. Um, but no, I've really, I've really liked his play since that first game. And I I have to give him credit for it because it was a new slap. It was a guy we haven't seen in a long time. Like a confident, like confident in his size slap, you know? Yeah. He needs to have the puck on his stick. He needs to be the puck carrier. That's end of discussion, right? Like that, that's what he needs to do. Mm Mm-hmm. And if the Habs can continue to facilitate that, good things will come. I promise you. So, yeah, very happy with Slav's play. Um, Another guy from the second game, I don't – I've been – while you've been talking, I've been trying to look it up to see if he's been moved down or not. Uh, Jared Davidson in that game. So good. Oh, my so God. Good. That that first goal by uh, Jinyak, probably, probably butchered that, but – the way the one Davidson speedy as fuck fifth round pick from 2022 kids got wheels kind of reminds me of like a Paul Byron just unreal fast yeah a little bigger but um just really impressed with him I'm a little upset now he might have been cut and that could be on me but um I feel like I would have loved to have seen him in one of the Toronto games. Maybe he plays tonight. Maybe he's already gone. Um, But if he had that one game, boy, did he show out in it, had tremendous speed in it. uh, Great ability with moving the puck. Uh, That, that pass was unreal. Um, And it, it honestly comes with just how 
fast and reactive he was. I'd love to see more of him, and I hate that that could I be. I don't think me. Davidson has been sent down yet. Okay, so hopefully, maybe he'll play tonight. Um, I don't think he's in the roster tonight. Okay, well, either or, um, for me, he was, if you had one game to really show yourself, he he's taken the cake on it. Just someone, no, I someone I haven't heard of, someone I was that was low on the radar. Um, very impressed. You haven't heard of Davidson before? Not that I haven't heard of him, just not, not like, like you yeah, know, Seattle, Seattle Thunderbirds won the uh, unreal, <laughs> won a championship with Seattle. So very good player, winning guy. Yeah, nice last, to see those prospects doing well. Um, last season, eighty-two points. Jesus, he was a plus forty-one. He had 30, 38 goals. Yeah, he's a good little player. Um, and another good player who is not playing tonight. Well, after we talk about him, we'll read the read the lineup and then maybe a a, a quick message from our friends at DraftKings. But Joshua Waugh has also played um, huh. very well. We haven't seen him play as many games as I'd like, but he's been he was on a line with like Owen Beck and um, mm-hmm. Farrell, like a little kid line. Was it Farrell or was it who was who was on with Yolonen uh, Yolonen. Yes. And <laughs> 56 and 57, it's kind of difficult. Um, but yeah, he's played really well. Um and you know, we are big Joshua supporters here. So I'm excited. I, I doubt he makes the team out of um mm-hmm. training camp, but it's interesting to note that a guy we thought that might take up a spot, Elias Anderson was sent down and cleared waivers today. So wow. maybe there is a spot for one of these young guys, but it's more more likely um, that Josh Wall will be in the AHL, and that is okay. I think he will thrive there. It's going to be a young <laughs> Laval team. They're going to be very good, and I think that's the spot. No need to rush Josh Wall. Um, let's just keep growing and developing him, and maybe we can get a decent second-line player, right? So that line was unreal, just – Final statements on that one for me. <laughs> yeah, no, he's. It was a really good. It was a fun line. Like mm-hmm. obviously, there were a, a lot of instant times, chemistry. But... Mm-hmm. And could be a second, third, third line of the future, right? Mm-hmm. So interesting to see. Um, but yeah, actually, before we lead, we kind of get into the projected lineup and start talking about tonight. Um, I, I, you know, I experienced a heartbreak on the weekend that I actually failed oh, to no. mention. Um, look, I was riding pretty high after the Dolphins absolutely fucked the Denver Broncos and dropped a 70 piece on them. What a game. And I was talking a lot of smack to a lot of crap. I don't know if you know this. The Bills are also like they have a huge fan base in Ontario. Oh, okay. No, I do not know that, but okay. Well, because they're the closest. Yeah, team, they're right? close. Yeah. Go over here. I, the Bills ain't so a I bad team right now. Oh, I was talking a lot <laughs> of smack to a lot of Bills fans. And Josh Allen dropped the fucking dime on us. 48 points, dunked on us. We're three and one. Bills are ahead of us in the AFC East now because they've got that game over us. Mm-hmm. It was rough. Um, and I would have lost a lot of money if I was betting because I would have been betting on DraftKings. And I think we have a message from them. We sure do. Make sure that I bring this up after, because I did not have such a, a fun. Uh, uh, was that week three? Uh, 
<laughs> oh shit anyway folks uh we're back with another week of football and DraftKings sportsbook is keeping us in on the nfl action with great offers every single game day new customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away with an instant winner and DraftKings isn't stopping there all customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this October. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Licensed partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Let's go. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. All right, Mason. I did not have a good week three. It was probably... The worst, the fucking worst football game I've ever seen, which was uh, that Ravens game. And <laughs> Mason, I look at yours. I look at yours, and you know, honestly, I was like, I'm going to watch this game uh, because the Dolphins have been unreal. Boy, was that just a shit show! Um, I should have watched that instead. Uh, instead, I watched the embarrassing Colts-Ravens game where it looked like I was watching uh, the Shumat High football team versus, I don't know, another local high school down here. Just horrendous. Kind of like if you're an LSU fan, the lsu old Miss game that just happened on Saturday. What a fucking shit show that was, too. Uh, but we had a redemption. We we beat the Browns like it was nobody's fucking business. Um and we got the Steelers this weekend. I don't know who who do you have, Mason. I'm sorry. Who do I have? Who are y'all playing this week? Let's see. <clears throat> we played this week. What? We played Sunday night. Well, I mean, I mean for the upcoming because after once this goes five? out, it'll be, yeah, week five. Sorry. Um, week five. Five. Oh fuck! I believe. Yeah, because we we've just talked about who you played week four. So yeah, I believe we have the Giants. Let's have a looky low. Let me check. Yep, we we have the Giants in Miami. Okay, which is very fucking good for us because we have the best home advantage in the NFL. Nice. For the last few years. Okay. Yeah, just uh, plus Daniel Jones is trash, so it, it should be is, a good game for us. It is so weird that I'm watching football. 
I've got I've got like relatives like uh I went and watched it with like my stepdad the other day and they're asking me uh about players and shit like that. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. I was like, I'm I'm just getting back. Um and it's weird. It's weird that I'm even excited uh to talk football, but I am because now I can I can watch sports and that's fantastic. Um so yeah, DraftKings. I'm, I'm going to try to make some money this year. <laughs> uh, shit. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can beat the Steelers. They haven't been much. I mean, we beat the Texans. The Texans just beat them thirty to six. So, I, you know, honestly, Mason, I think you guys came off of a very strong uh, week three, and you came you came up to a recovering Josh Allen. Josh Allen just getting his bearings back in place. If only y'all had played him a week prior. Um, oh, I know, right? They just seem like all the big dogs seem hurt, except for Mahomes is doing okay. You know, Mahomes um, did not play good last night. I don't know if you saw that. No, game. I did not. Um, we were watching it, and Zach Wilson, low key. If Mahomes didn't have a like, Mahomes had like a ten minute drive in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. because. Uh, the refs just kept fucking flagging down everything. It was kind of brutal, actually. Like, if I were a Jets fan, I would have been pissed. Hmm. It was a blown call for them to win the game. They kept the ball out of Wilson's hands. He had, like, a drive to start the second half. He went, like, four for four or 73 yards, went straight down the field. It was it was crazy. Right. Um, But getting back to hockey... Uh, yes, the Habs are playing the Leafs tonight. Would you like to hear the projected lineup? Please. So we got that first line of Caulfield, Suzuki, Anderson that Marty St. Louis loves. Anderson has played better lately, and so it remains to be seen. I think it's just Caulfield and Suzuki are never going to get split up, right? So mm-hmm. you saw one in uh, the Doc Slav Pennard line still together. Third line is kind of interesting. Tanner Pearson with Monahan and Gallagher. Monaghan to me seems like he's on kind of an island there. <laughs> um, it'll be a little difficult, but it's like the the geriatric line. Well, I mean Monaghan's <laughs> fine, but I just and mean they're, they've line, all, they're all very injury prone. Yeah, that's true. And fourth line of Heineman, Evans, and Yelonen. Um, I think this is a huge game for Heineman and Yelonen, and they better hope they make an impact because. Mm-hmm. These are roster spots. Like they're gonna have Jake Evans is he's got that fourth line center position. It's his. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I doubt he loses it. But you know, with Christian Dvorak out, um, Heineman and Yelonen really need to prove this while they have a shot, right? Like you can right. stay up. Defense, Norlander and Savard on the first pair. Um, Norlander's, you know, a guy that we were in love with for quite a few years, kind of took a step back last season. Um, but has been flashing some offense again in the preseason. And, you know, hopefully we can see some of that flair we saw a couple of years ago in the SHL where he was just scoring these crazy goals. Mm-hmm. So big opportunity for him. Second pair, Jack I, Kovacevic, two guys that have, you know, probably made the team. So mm-hmm. kind of a pair we'll probably see in the regular season. And then Harrison Mayu. This is a big game for both of them. Like I, I loved Harris last year. I think he's, Still a very good prospect, a good defenseman for us. 
But this is an I would say this is an NHL spot he's fighting for tonight, and possibly even with his partner. Like both these guys right. don't want to end in the AHL, and they want to fight for every minute they can get. So we're gonna. I think it's the two bottom pair, the bottom pair in the fourth line. It's weird to say that. Are that's where the battles are for roster spots. Like in my opinion, when we watch this game tonight. Right. All is is. Excuse me. Isn't Mike uh. Mike Matheson hurt as well. Um, he's not hurt. He's on precautionary. Okay. Heard that. Um, yeah, I basically I do. they said if it was the regular season, he'd play through it. But it's preseason, so they're not going to make him. Yeah. And he's been phenomenal. He's played very, very well. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they're because. <laughs> Man, whoa, that deal's looking so good. We got him and that Russian kid <laughs> in the KHL in that uh-huh. deal. So it's looking like a good deal for the Habs. Oh yeah. Um yeah, I just I get what you're saying. Like it they have to show up, Jordan Harris and, and Jack I. I just think for Jack I's sake, he, he just plays a tougher game and it's harder to find that guy than it is to find Jordan Harris. <laughs> I mean, I would argue but what Jack Guy also when he's playing well is a lot no, more. Sure. That's true. That's true. Um excuse me. But I just feel like you know you can lean on Jack Eye. He's already stated that he's gonna pick his battles this year and not just take on the entire league, which was fucking awesome. I will always respect and love that dude for that. Um but that being said, Arbor Jacki blew our fucking minds at just how offensively prowess he can be. And I I would argue I don't, that Jacki's offense is stronger than his defense. I I agree. I agree. I think it's his But I'll also say if I'm Arbor Jacki If I'm Arbor Jacki, I'm looking at this Logan Mayu guy and I'm I'm not happy. Mm. Okay, Mayu does a lot of Mayu does. I'm not saying Mayu's the fighter Jack guy is, but Mayu, the way he, he creates will hold offense, his own. Mm-hmm. No, the way he creates offense is similar. He fires not just slappers, but really hard wrist shots at mm-hmm. the net and hits the net often. That's kind of Jack guy's MO, and it's what right. makes him effective. I'm not saying he's an offensive dynamo, but that is the thing he does effectively. It's he gets elusive on net hard. And honestly, that is the offense you want from your bottom pairing defenseman, and that's why that's why Jack Eye is successful, and that's why he scored so many goals last year. But if you're looking at who has more natural offense, it's absolutely Logan Mayu. So I think there's an oh, interesting sorry. dynamic uh, <laughs> there too, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I agree. Um... Fuck! Now I have. Now I'm worried about that. <laughs> I don't think it's Mayu's time. I don't think it's anything yet. to be worried about. Just I think yet. that for uh, once, for once in the Habs' recent last decade, we finally have prospects pushing each other. Because mm-hmm. for years we would have a guy in one position. Romanov too. Romanov had no competition when he was a defense. He was the only young guy who's yeah. possibly going to make the team. It was like that with Victor Mekte. It was like that with Nathan Beaulieu. It was like that with Jared Tenorti. And that's why so many of those guys busted. There was nothing pushing them, right? right. Obviously, there are other factors, drafting, development, et cetera. But this is good. 
because competition breeds success. So if anything, these guys are going to fight well, and they're going to work hard because they not only do they got to beat, you know, NHLers and the other guys, they got to beat each they other. They got hungry guys that are just they as capable the right behind them. Exactly. And they got to keep working to maintain that spot. So if anything, I think it's a good thing. Well said. Um, but, uh, quick, quick one. How do you feel uh, about Newhook? I, I feel like he's been... I've fuck. I I maybe he played one game. I I could be wrong. Newhook has played a couple games. He's played okay. good. They're He's played good. good. Okay. Unfortunately, wasn't one of the guys I was like looking for. But when his name popped up, I was trying to pay attention uh, to him. But uh, for someone who didn't get to see a lot of him, I guess my question to you was, you know, was he was he putting up something that, you know. I guess listed an A. <laughs> an uh, a he, sweater. he was playing with an A, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that first but game that's, I was that's just little... preseason stuff. Like not Yeah, yeah. Not, no. I was just still laughing. I was like, how does how many goals, how many games the Caulfield have to play in order for them to give him an A? Um <laughs> I guess same thing, quick question, same thing, Pan- Tanner Pearson. Um looked pretty good in those in the I'd have to watch game. another game. I'm going to have to watch tonight before I can make any comment. Heard that. I felt um, I didn't see a lot of the Saturday game, but I felt like uh, there was a couple of guys that really didn't look like they were like they were just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, I, I think Tanner Pearson has to prove that he can still play after his hip surgeries. And That's true. I think his game's probably going to change a little bit. Tanner Pearson's always been a guy that could probably get you 40. He's a good supporting role player. Um but let's acknowledge him for what he is. He was a cap dump by the Canucks mm-hmm. and he's a placeholder for the Habs. No, I'm, I'm still not too happy about the deal if I'm being honest. Um, it was just some cap gymnastics. I get it, but he is taking a, a, a roster, roster spot, spot from a good guy. Yeah. So I do hope that he earns it. Um, And like I said, I'll have to watch him more tonight because I only saw him play the one game it was, I missed the other game he played. Okay. Uh, um, any... Without further ado, unless you have anything to add, we are five minutes from puck drop. Ooh. And no, I, I don't say, have anything very to say. Much like to watch this game. That's fine. I would. I'm also going to be watching it. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. Enjoy your draft. Enjoy your game. Um, and thank y'all. Yes, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys for giving us the listen once again we appreciate all the support that you give to us at habs nightly and the hockey podcast network you can follow us on twitter at habs nightly and at the bayou benders we are getting we're getting more active again because it is the <laughs> hockey season and yeah we're excited for that regular season to start october 11th 7 p.m i cannot wait and uh, we'll be talking to you guys soon thanks see ya You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.